0: Welcome to Amplify Inclusion. I'm Claire Killey, Director of Inclusive Solutions at Aspire. Thanks for joining us as we share real stories and conversations about the power and importance of disability inclusion. Over the course of this series, we've focused on the idea that workplace transformation starts small. In Episode 3, we heard from Brad Nardik of The Bazaar Incorporated and Beth Ford of Aspire who discussed how their partnership began. Today we'll hear from Manny, an employee at the Bazaar. He'll discuss the hiring process from his perspective and the impact of this career opportunity. We'll pick up where we left off with Brad, discussing the progression of the partnership.
1: What really shifted was this was always kind of a side project for me. And then when I took over as CEO of the company, one of the first things I did was say, like, this is part of what we're doing here now. And in my opinion, for people who are running a company or who are in a leadership position in a company, it makes sense on so many levels. Our turnover rate and our absentee rate have improved tremendously since we started this program. Our ability to recruit and hire people who are genuinely interested in having a job has improved tremendously but also culturally for the people who were team members for a long time here. Now we have a little bit more human mission built into what we do. And I think that there's a lot of like an intangible sort of excitement that is hard to create in a work environment.
2: Bargains came from a perspective of understanding that They opened their doors to us as far as being able to be on site to do that job coaching very open about that. The typical job coach engagement timeline is intensive in the beginning where we make sure that the person has, is transitioning well into the role, that they're trained appropriately for the role, and that they can identify supports in their environment and then gradually fade those supports away and encourage more independence Oftentimes, though, that isn't the end of the story. Bargains has been really great about us being able to come back on site if any issues should come up that may come with maintaining and retaining the job.
1: So I almost think they were functioning like how consultants would early on for me. You know, that was probably a year before I finally landed on a situation where we were able to like have full-time staff working here and we were well set up to do the work ourselves, at which point in time we came out for a visit. But then the conversation was a lot more, here's the positions we have. How do we keep hiring at scale? What do you guys need from us? What do we need from you? What type of people in terms of like personality and you know what are their drives, what are their ambitions. I'll use an example of somebody who came to us from Aspire, a young man named Manny. He had an injury and he joined our team as a e-commerce fulfillment team member. Manny is sharp and aggressive and a good problem solver, a clear communicator, he's got a good attitude. And right away we were like, wow,
3: um, my name is Manny. I'm from the Illinois area, born and raised here. I am 24 years old, and I was also in, uh, enlisted in the uh, Illinois Army National Guard for roughly five years. I had my end of time in service, and then here I am now at the bazaar. My title and uh, position at the bazaar is a logistical customer service agent. Um really looking to move up and try to you know, make something for myself and I've been here for about six or seven months.
2: So we have an individual who came to us in, I believe it was December of last year. He came to us looking for warehouse distribution work
3: yeah so after um my accident, I was you know just really eager to get back into the workforce and you know just do you know something productive with my time and you know I really was just eager to get out of the house and you know back to my normal routine so it was it was actually in fact very difficult to find work or uh, you know some sort of placement in a company uh, just because I had always mentioned you know I, I do have a disability and I would probably need accommodations. So that was, you know, it was really tough trying to get through with companies and trying to convey to them that I could be a valuable member of their team. But you know, after applying and then trying and then just getting kind of the same response, I was told that there is a, a resources for people with disabilities in acquiring uh, job placement. But the DRS they uh, connected me to Aspire, and then from that point on, Aspire, you know, they I want to say a week, or a couple weeks, maybe two at the most. You know, they they were in contact with me. They had me meet up for an interview, gave me, you know, pointers on what to expect. And it was a whole new experience for me because I hadn't been disabled my whole life. So it was really great having Aspire that They kind of walked me through everything of what to expect. And, you know, they they really explained, like, you know, what my rights were, what kind of jobs that they'd be looking for me. And they, they asked me, you know, everything so far as like what special needs I would need or what sort of accommodating I would need.
2: When an individual comes to us, we assess work history, find out interests as far as career and placement goals. And then one of the things that we frequently do, you know, we we prioritize our partners. So we look and see are there any roles that could be a good fit and bargains as a warehouse distribution. We went to them and we say, I've got this person.
3: And then after that, Aspire gave me a couple of job positions available and then introduced me to a couple of offers. Anna from Aspire um, was really helpful, and she helped set up this interview with the bazaar. And from then on, every single step of the way, she was really there, explaining to me, you know, what to expect. It, it was like I said, it was a whole new experience for me. It was like I stepping into a whole new world, and she more or less uh, walked me through uh, everything. So that's how Aspire helped me uh, find, you know, work placement.
2: I think what we do with bargains too that is helpful, and we've done this with other companies as well, is that they can give a tour of the role to the individual. Sometimes it's called a job shadow, but the person can come and take a look at the role and see if it's something that they would feel comfortable doing. So we had him take a look at it and see what he thought. And then from there, bargains does the typical interview process that any other company would do. We can be a part of that interview if the individual would like us to, but we don't have to. We would definitely do some practicing of the interview with the customer. Then the interview process happens and then just like any other person, it's the decision is made.
3: Yeah, so I remember right off the bat when I got here from the initial interview process, it was really, um, it was really welcoming. Uh, they w- uh, walked me through everything, really explained to me what the bazaar consists of and, and how they operate their day to day basis. The initial interview process was very warm and friendly. They really explained to me that they've worked with people with disabilities in the past, and they know how challenging it might be for someone, you know, that needs help, and that sometimes it's not always <laughs> easy to ask for help. But they're really, you know, focused on, you know, making me try and feel like it was somewhere where I, you know, wouldn't need to be ashamed or scared or ask for help or anything of that sort. That was a major distinction that I saw between the Bazaar and other companies is that they took the time out of their day to let the future employees or potential interviewees know that, you know, it just wasn't another interview. You know, if we have any sort of questions, you know, they, they wanted to make it known that you got sort of the full experience from day one.
2: At that point, he was hired and you know, started with his probation period, just like anybody else. And because it's competitive integrated, it's no different than any other employee that would be hired.
3: Yeah. So I started off in the entry-level position. And from the moment I got here, I, I you know, really let management and Brad as well know what I wanted to do and how I wanted to move up. And then from there, um, after being there for, I want to say, three months, The position opened up for uh, me to move up to the logistical customer service agent. There was a big shift from working, you know, warehouse, forklift, stuff like that, to, you know, now, uh, you know, an office, a desk, and a computer. But what I do now essentially is I'm the liaison between managers, the stores, the bargains in a box warehouse, and the upper management. So I have to make sure that the uh, right product goes on the right pallet and that the right pallet goes to the right store. And it's a really uh, attention to detail type of position.
2: The team at Bargains really saw that he was a dedicated employee and that he was working very hard and making sure that he was performing up to their standards. And so they saw that he had such potential in a larger role. So we see this as a success on so many levels, obviously for Emmanuel growing and growing his skills, growing his resume. And we see it as a success for bargains that They gave somebody a chance, maybe, who wouldn't typically be in that role and have seen success from it. So we're just very excited for his future at Bargains. I think he has a bright future there.
3: It's definitely improved my social skills. Before, I I might have been afraid or maybe a little shy of helping someone or approaching someone. It's definitely worn off working here and, and being able to talk to a huge range of folks. I've definitely learned how to do a lot of things in the short time that I've been here. They really, you know, took me from someone working, you know, packing boxes or putting product in boxes to putting me in an office setting where I'm just doing a lot of stuff that I would have normally, you know, never have known had I not given this chance at the bazaar. And, you know, I think that can translate into, you know, understanding what our customers want and what they might need and then being able to work with them and being able to work with all types of people. It's definitely had a positive effect on my life. Just being able to go to work without having to worry about, you know, other things that I could experience at another work site, you know, whether it be discrimination or not being able to make as many advances as my peers because of my disability, I'd say it really affects someone's perspective on on how they see life and it, it gives, you know, a sense of value. It means a huge difference to someone when they can come to work and know that they're making a difference and not have to worry about, you know, having to compete with your peers over a position, you know, and you be at a huge disadvantage. Other places, I feel like that really is detrimental to some people's self confidence, their self esteem. And here it's amazing because the sky is the limit and wherever it is you want to be, it's achievable. I can remember from when I first applied just having that anxiety and that pressure of you know what they might think of you what they might say about you or how they might feel about you or how it might affect your hiring process if I could I would I would tell myself go for it you know you'll you'll never really know unless you try you you just really have to take that first step
1: The experience of building out a disability inclusion program has been totally transformative because for me personally, it was the thing that I felt like I had to offer this workplace. So it's given me a new sense of confidence and seeing that we've been accomplishing the goal. We've been shifting our organization's workforce. We have 25% of our staff who, who are people with disabilities And as a company, we're performing the best we ever have. And my big bet is that it'll continue to work and that we can grow the business through our efforts in the disability community, which for me would be the most satisfying thing in the world to continue to hire and train and give job skills to people with disabilities. So whether they work with us for a long time or a short time, they're better off for it. And I think in terms of how it's informed my ideas around leadership, I'd say it goes back to weaving this quilt that is cohesive and community-led. And I think the job of any leader is to try their best to enhance the lives of the people in their organization first.
3: I, I saw Brad as a young CEO and, you know, very full of energy. And, and and then once I got to know him more, I had much more admiration for the things he's doing and, and uh, the position he's taken. Brad, he's... He's a really understanding person. You know, he, you know, whether it's taking five, 10 minutes out of his day to hear what I have to say or to ask me how my day is going or if I'm feeling well or if I need to take a break, you know, it's, I truly believe that he wants to make a difference for people with disabilities. And when I see other people with disabilities and, and how Brad just really connects with them and, and you know, stops what he's doing, whether he's talking to, Someone in a position of uh, management, you know, he'll take time to, to pause and, and really get to get on a one on one level with not just the employees and the, those with the disability inclusion program, but the workforce as a whole.
1: I guess like I kind of would outwardly speak out against private business owners who, who take no time to understand how this kind of work works, mainly because I think that they're leaving themselves short of making a really good business decision.
2: More companies should commit to hiring people with disabilities because more and more research is showing that bringing neurodiversity into the workplace expands creativity, helps in problem solving, and helps people reach more people in the community. There's also data that shows that companies are more productive if they have people with different types of abilities on their team.
1: I think the reason I would hear probably most often from any business owner is I am busy. I am busy running a company. I cannot take the time to try and build out this network of community partners and build out the supports and teach my management team how to work alongside people with disabilities. And I think there's a lot of misunderstanding within that because I think that people make it more complicated than it really is.
3: I like to think that there are a lot of people that really break that stereotype and, and rise above and are much better than their counterparts that aren't disabled. And it's really just trusting people and giving people a chance to really show for themselves what they can do. You know, I, I wish that it were much more frequent and much more accepting in today's world. And I think employers can really benefit from, you know, having people on their team that are disabled. So I would ask that they would sort of ask themselves, what is it that's holding me back? Is it because of their work ethic or is it simply, you know, my own preconceived notion that they simply can't? So I feel like we as a society as a whole could benefit to to be more understanding and, you know, not just just see people with disability or think of them as, you know, as as not my problem, but, you know, working next to them and, and working with them and understanding that, you know, they're just like me and you.
1: If there's any part of a leader who says, I really want to have people with disabilities on my team, have to carve out the time to explore that. So if I could go back to the beginning and integrate this program in, day one, I would look for kind of my dedicated partner. I would not go at it alone. And I would also include the management team that's going to be part of working day-to-day alongside people with disabilities. You know, the term, it takes a village, applies here.
2: I would say if a company is interested in beginning the process of hiring people with disabilities, one good first step is to kind of take a look at their team and try and identify any roles that they think could be a good fit. After that, I think it's very valuable to engage an agency because we can really assist you in taking those first steps and we can develop a plan with you that is particular to your company. And whether that be training your staff on ways to support an individual with a disability within the workforce or taking a look at the physical environment and suggesting ways that someone with a disability may be able to negotiate the environment more easily or just looking at particular roles and seeing if we think it could be a good fit for somebody with a disability.
1: I don't think disability hiring is some groundbreaking new thing. It's been happening for a long time. What I think is a new thing would be the idea that people with disabilities can be small business owners, have their own form of entrepreneurship, but might need systems and supports that level the playing field for people with disabilities to become their own entrepreneur. So I would say that's like the big vision. You know, and my, my hope is to use the experience we're getting here doing the hiring and partnering with the community partners to gain a deeper understanding of the problems and the barriers so that we'll be well set up to address those issues. But what I see is that when a person grows up with a disability in, in the modern world, there's just no choice but to learn how to navigate life differently than a person without a disability. The physical spaces weren't necessarily designed with them in mind. The schooling systems, generally speaking, weren't necessarily designed with them in mind, and the workplace wasn't necessarily designed with people with disabilities in mind. So those people who go through that need to learn to adapt and find their angle that'll work for them to succeed. I think that through that built-in challenge of needing to adapt, you find people who are incredibly creative, incredibly resilient, And I think that part of the solution to the problems that communities face requires a really unique, diverse perspective. So I think the reason why disability hiring matters in the world as a whole, I would say is if we don't incorporate people with disabilities into the workplace at any level of leadership in the workplace, the world would be missing out on a very unique perspective.
0: I'd like to thank Manny. Brad, and Beth, for sharing their experience. Our hope for this podcast is that these unique perspectives and success stories will prompt you to consider the potential benefits of disability inclusion, not just for employers and employees, but entire communities. We look forward to sharing more stories and conversations with you in our next series later this year. For now, please rate, review, and subscribe to Amplify Inclusion. And stay connected with us at AspireChicago.com. Thanks for joining us. This episode was produced by the Aspire Inclusive Solutions team and co-produced and engineered by Subframe Sound.